0: So all the wrong things that you do, that comes from sin. And since Adam and Eve, every single person, every man, every woman, every child has sin inside of them. And so there's this relationship that's broken. So there's like God and people, and there was this great relationship, and sin broke the relationship. And so before creation, Jesus was there. So what happens? How how can people ever get back into a good relationship with God? You're listening to Mountain View Church Audio. My name's Jeremy, and I'm a local pastor here in Whitehorse, Yukon Territory. Each week, we bring you a fresh message designed to help you encounter Jesus through biblical instruction. You don't have to know anything about the Bible. We're just glad you're here. So when was Jesus born? Christmas? Final answer? So Jesus was born on Christmas. Actually, spoiler alert, it was actually more like Thanksgiving, but that's a different message. But what, what if I were to tell you that Jesus existed before he was born? Yeah, right. Mind blown, right? So let me say that again. So what if I were to tell you Jesus existed before he was born? How many think that's crazy, town? Not me. Isn't that crazy? So, so this is this is I know it's super crazy. The, there's there's a we've been going through a passage of the Bible, a, a certain section called Colossians up here with the adults, and we've been doing a series: Jesus plus nothing equals everything. we been going through this series, and and the Apostle Paul and his student Timothy are writing a letter to the Colossian church because the the Colossian church isn't really fully understanding how important Jesus is. And and Paul's trying to tell them, like, you have to understand Jesus is everything. He's so important. He's so vital to everything. And in that, he actually talks to them them about Jesus being before creation. I know. You guys all went wide-eyed. It's craziness. Okay. So we're going to use... You guys' Bibles. So you got your Adventure Bibles? We got them here. Miss Dana's got them. We need the Bible. Grab your Adventure Bibles. Maybe get a partner in case you don't have enough. Um, so adults, we are going to be using the NIRV, the New International Reader's Version. That's, this is the Adventure Bible. There's going to be some differences. You're going to see it up on the screen for you. But also in the preaching components, we will also have the ESV on the slides there on the, the little components that we're, we're learning about. All right, kids. So we're going to go to Colossians. Do you guys know where Colossians is? It's right near near the back of your Bibles. We're going to go to Colossians 1. And if you guys don't know your books of the Bible yet, it's okay. I'm going to tell you what page number. So we're looking for 1436. Page 1436 in the Adventure Bible. I can't find it. That's okay. There's no grades. You pass anyway. So one, four, three, six. One, four, three, six. Good job, guys. You guys are doing awesome. So you're going to notice that above where we're going to read, we're going to read starting at verse 15. You're going to see a little parrot above it, and it says, did you know? And there's a little, did you know? Okay, little parrot there. That's how he sounds, in case you didn't know. <laughs> you love that, huh? Okay, um, and then there's a title there that says, the son of God. Who's the son of God? Does anyone know? Jesus, right? So the Son of God is better than everything else. Whoa, big statement. So this is kind of this title is telling us what Paul's going to talk about here. So we're starting at 15. Everyone's got it. You girls got it? Awesome, right? Spot? That's OK. We're not in a hurry. I'm going to be shorter than I normally go, so the parents will be happy. One, four, three, six. One, four, three, six. All right. you still having trouble? That's okay. One, four, two, six, one, four, there it is. Got it. Awesome. Okay, perfect. So can you guys read along? I'm going to read this, and if you look right under that title, the Son of God is better than everything else, on verse 15, there's a little number 15. I want to read something to you, okay? It says, the Son, now who's the Son again? Jesus, right? Okay, so Paul's going to talk to the church about Jesus, and he says, The Son is the exact likeness of God who can't be seen. The Son is first, and he is over all creation. All things were created in him. He created everything in heaven on earth and on earth. He created everything that can be seen and everything that can't be seen. It's amazing. He created kings, powers, rulers, and authorities. All things have been created by him and for him. Here's the key. Verse 17 says this. Before anything was created, he was already there. That's crazy. He holds everything together. So talk to me about some things that were created. What was created? Water. Water. Anything else? What? Animals. animals. What kind of animals? Sharks. Sharks. What? Living things. Living things. What else? Yeah, go. Megalodon definitely was created. Imagine Adam riding a megalodon. Amazing. Night and day. Mountain lion. Yeah. What else did he create? What did, he, what did, he, what did God create at the very end? People So who is the first man? Adam Adam, and his lovely wife? Eve. Eve? What I'm sure he thought she was very lovely. Don't laugh at that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought Eve was as lovely as I think. Nicole is lovely, maybe even. So, probably more, because he was perfect. So imagine. so, so Jesus, Paul's saying, Jesus is before before creation. So Jesus is there. And so he's there in creation. So Adam's hanging out and and imagine. So Adam's just like sitting there and he's, he's petting his pet cat, which he called lion. He was going to call it Simba, but name didn't work. And, and so he's petting his cat and all of a sudden it's like, Jesus is there. He's, Hey, what's up Adam? Oh, just petting my cat. Thanks for creating my cat. I really love him right? And so the the Bible talks about God and Adam had like this relationship, and they they walked in the garden together, and there's all this beautiful creation, which Adam got to name and take care of. Who would like to take care of a lion? Legit, right? And so Jesus and Adam are like hanging out, and there's this awesome friendship, this amazing relationship, and, and he's like, it's just amazing. So good. Perfect. But what happened? Anyone know? know. Fruit. Boom. Yeah, That's right. He ate the fruit he wasn't supposed to. So God gave a certain set of rules, said, hey, you guys got to follow this little set of rules, but over here, don't go over there. Don't be tempted to go over there. If you go over there, there's only trouble. I'm telling you, stick to here. Over here is trouble. If your parents ever told you that, stick in this area good, this area bad. Turns out Adam and Eve were just like kids you always want to go where you don't want to go, and you want to touch where you're not supposed to touch. <laughs> Problem from the beginning of the world. It doesn't stop when you're adults. Spoiler alert. Uh, anyway, so, so Adam is like, and he disobeys God, and he brings into the world what is called, do you know what it is? Whoa, you guys are good. Yeah, sin. Sin is like the wrong things that we do. Maybe with your siblings, maybe you're not patient, maybe you yell at them, maybe you hit them, maybe you steal their toys, maybe you freak out on your parents once in a while, have a little, you know, spaz on the floor. No, not you guys, never. So all the wrong things that you do... That comes from sin. And since Adam and Eve, every single person, every man, every woman, every child has sin inside of them. And yes? I have a connection about the fifth paper. Okay. In my um grade scamp class, um, my teacher told one of my friends saying George is uh twice. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a good connection. Yeah, he was supposed to do what the teacher told him, and then he like, just took off. That's right. So yeah, that's sort of sin. So, so sin enters, and so all you guys, so all of us, all adults and all children, so do you guys sometimes do wrong things? Sometimes? Just once in a while. Not very much, though, right? Yeah. Kind of sort of no. true. OK, Some, sometimes a lot. Perfect. That's all right. We're getting to, coming back to Jesus, don't worry. So, there's all sin, and so there's this relationship that's broken. So there's like God and people, and there was this great relationship, and sin broke the relationship. And so, yes? (laughs) Yeah, that's the extended version. Yeah, we're just doing the short version right now. I'll get you. We'll hang out later. Tell you the full version. We'll go through every page. He's not so excited anymore. Okay. So so yeah, so there's this relationship that's broken. And so before creation, Jesus was there. So what happens? How how can people ever get back into a good relationship with God? Will it ever happen? Can it ever happen? How? Okay. Who who was before creation? Specifically? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Was that me? Yeah. My bad. So happens when you have a beard and a microphone. So, yeah. The Holy Spirit, yes. So it's all that, but what happens is, and Paul talks about it next, is that it's something to do with what's referred to as a cross. Do we have one up there. Okay, let's read about it. Go back to your adventure Bible. Go right underneath where we read. And we're going to start at 18. And here's what it says. It says, and he, again, still speaking about Jesus, is the head of the body, which is the church. He is the beginning. He is the first to be raised from the dead. That happened so that he would be far above everything else. God was pleased to have his whole nature living in Christ. Christ is another name for Jesus. And then look at this, verse 20 it says, God was pleased to bring all things back to himself. That's because of what Christ has done. These things include everything on heaven and on earth and in heaven. God made peace through Christ's blood by his death on the cross. So that whole thing, remember the relationship is broken? And, and Paul's trying to tell the church here, he's, he's right now. he says, no, but God is bringing all things back together, back to himself. And this is through Jesus. And when he died on the cross, now it's super sad to think about it. Sometimes when I think about the cross and Jesus dying on the cross, it's, it's, really, it's really hard for me to think about because I know that I've done wrong things and I know there's like sin in my life and I disobey and, and I do wrong things to God. And, and I'm sad to think of Jesus on the cross that he took the consequence before God. So instead of God giving me a consequence, that Jesus took the consequence for me. Do you guys understand what a consequence is when you do something wrong? So our sin does something wrong before God, and Jesus says, God sends his son to us, and and Jesus takes the consequence before God. And so it's sad to think of Jesus on the cross, but then also it makes me super excited because I'm free from that sin, and now because of Jesus on the cross, I know that before God, I'm perfect. I don't feel very perfect. But God looks at me perfect because of what Jesus has done. And this is why Paul says, this is why Paul says, writes to the church. He says, and it says, these things include everything on heaven and earth. God made peace through Christ's blood. That on the cross, God made peace. There's a really fancy word that, that adults use in church called reconciliation. It's a big theological word, big fancy word. Reconciliation, and that is the moment When Jesus was on the cross, he made peace. He gave an opportunity to restore the relationship, restore the broken relationship between people and God. But there's one component. I want you guys to look up another verse. I want you to go back this way in your Bibles. I want you to go to Romans. Paul wrote another letter to a different church, and he wrote it to a church in in the city of Rome. And if you go to Romans... 10, and I'll give you the page number here, so we go to Romans 10, I'll show you what it looks like, there's a little treasure chest down there, it says words to treasure on there, there's a 10, okay, it's page 1371, 1371, you got it there, 1371 in the Adventure Bible, Romans 10, 1371, you doing good guys, awesome, that's all right, that's okay. There you go. One three seven one. Doing good girls? Sweet. Awesome. Okay, so now on one more, one more. Uh that's okay. Take your time. Right. There it is. So we're looking, so you see the green 10? We're going to go on this other part right above where it says words to treasure and where that treasure box is. And we're going to look for a number nine, a little number nine, about halfway up. And it says this, say with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Then you will be saved. With your heart, you believe and are made right with God. With your mouth, you say what you believe, and so you are saved. So this is kind of the other component to this, is there comes a point, there comes a point in every person's life, whether you're, you're young or old, man, woman, child, it, it doesn't matter. There comes a point where we all got to say, what do I believe? And you know what, do you guys kind of know, do you, do you kids know what belief is? When you feel something, you really believe something in your heart, you almost can feel it, like you believe it to be true. And there comes a point where we all say, like, you know, where we have to say, do we, do we believe that, that Jesus was real? Do you believe that? And then we need to say, do I, do I believe that he died for my sin? Do I believe that Jesus died for the wrong things I've done? And then I need to say, do I believe that he rose from the dead? Because he talked about the raised from the dead and that he conquered that sin and beat that sin. Do I believe that to be true? And the last part of the Bible talks about is that Jesus went to heaven to prepare a place for us. And so we each, every single adult, every single kid needs to get to a point where we ask, what do I believe? What do I really believe to be true? And that's, that's kind of the first part. And and it's, the Bible talks about it in our heart we believe, but then there's the speaking stuff. It's like, it's like if we just believe it, it's almost like it's a secret. But, you know, then it comes to a point where we say it out loud, and it's like the belief becomes truth, and we get to a point, everyone gets to a point where they need to talk to God, they need to be one-on-one with God, and say, okay, you know. Jesus I believe that you're real I believe that you died for me and and for my sin I believe that you rose from the grave and that and you rose from the dead and you conquered sin and I believe that you're in heaven preparing a place for me there there comes a point where we have to tell God what we believe and according to the Bible here it says that when we state that belief it's called saved that we're saved from our sin, we're saved for the consequences of our sin, and we can go to heaven to be with Jesus. It's a pretty amazing thing. And, and this, is, this is what Paul and Timothy were trying to get across the church, how important Jesus was, that he's everything. So can you guys do a favor for me? Kids, can you do me a favor? So on the way home today, how many came in cars? Did anyone, everyone came in a vehicle? Okay, no walkers? Okay, so... On the way home, you lost your glasses? That's okay. It happens. So on your way home, in your car, can you do me a favor? Can you tell your parents what we talked about today? And tell them, if you believe in Jesus, if you really do believe in Jesus, and you really do believe that he died for your sin, if you really do believe that he rose from the dead, if you believe he's in heaven waiting for you, if you believe that, you don't have to if you don't believe it, but if you really believe it, can you tell your parents? Does that sound good? Cool. And, and when you tell your parents, just talk it over with them and, and see what they think, and, and they're going to ask you questions to see what you believe. And, and if, if, if you want to tell God, tell your parents. Just say, hey, you know, I want to tell God what I believe. I want to tell Jesus what I believe. And, and they'll, they'll help you with that. They'll walk you through it, okay? Does that sound good? Any final questions? You guys have been really, really good. I, I'm amazed. Yes, sir? Still blowing your mind? That's okay. It's hard to it's hard to comprehend jesus being before he was born. That's how amazing jesus is And one day he's going to come back and he's going to take everyone that believes in him to heaven. It's going to be amazing It's hard to believe sometimes I get it Can I pray for you guys before we go? Is that cool? Father in heaven, I thank you for these kids. I I thank you for how well they they listened and paid attention and sat still It's pretty amazing Thank you for them. Uh, Father, if in each of them, if there is something that your spirit is moving in, and if they, if they do uh, believe in you, I pray that they would have great conversations with their parents. Please be with the parents, give them wisdom, knowledge, and answering questions and walking that journey with them. Uh, Father, I thank you so much for Paul and his student Timothy for bringing the Colossian church this, this letter for us to study and, and to find the truths of who Jesus is. Uh, Father, I thank you again for base camp, and I'm excited for these kids to be back down there learning about you. And uh, I, uh, Lord, I just pray that you'd uh, be with Marilyn and her crew and the people who are volunteer, and that they would be able to work safe and, and have fun doing it. As we sing one last time, Lord, I just I pray that, we would be, that you would be pleased for those of us that have brought gifts to give you and in, in money. I uh, pray that you would use it to bring more people to the knowledge of Jesus. Lord, I, I really do, I just beg of you that Mountain View Church would be a light to Whitehorse, That we would really be a church that shines the light of Jesus brightly. And that people would know they can find Jesus here. And, and uh, Father, that we would continue to answer questions. That we would continue to have our doors open to people who are exploring faith. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> You've been listening to Mountain View Church Audio. If God has used this message to impact your life today, I'd love to hear about it. Drop me a message at jeremy at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca or on your favorite social network at Pastor Jeremy Norton. To get connected with Mountain View Church or to support Mountain View Ministries through a financial gift, please visit mountainviewwhitehorse.ca. That's mountainviewwhitehorse.ca.